good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Rise NFL Week 18 with the sideline junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG sitting in with one, two, three, Cancun, the midnight rider. <laughs> uh, the man that pays the bills, keeps the lights on the studio, the boss BJ. Um, gentlemen, we're going to start this thing off quickly and just jump right into it. First game on the slate. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, wrong hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got beef. For 15 Uh-oh. weeks of the season, I was told to put my left hand up. Uh-oh. And say, Commanders, that's who we are. We ain't got there yet. Like, oh, 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 no, 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 don't cut me off. Don't cut me off, dog. For two weeks. And if our memory serves me correct, we are 0-2 in these two weeks that nobody told me to put my left hand up and say we, who we are, the commanders. So I blame, I don't blame Scott Turner. I don't blame Ron Rivera. I place all blame on the shoulders of KG for what has happened the last two weeks. That's how you go from the sixth seed to out of the playoffs. It's because of KG. What's, who are what's we? That? The commanders. Yeah, what's, I hear that for two weeks. What's absolutely crazy? I uh, fought this the whole season, and then boom. What happened? <laughs> what's going on? Glad you can join us this morning. <laughs> you fought it, but we haven't been on like, yo. Hey, it's not my fault we ain't been on. Hey, no, no, you're no, no. Even, to, no, even don't do we, it now. It's too late. Nah, we nah, eliminated. Nah, even if, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to do a two-minute show. Exactly. That up. That's it. Just that's for that. Because all, all year long, you've been giving me that. We even had DJ, whatever his name, Whoopi Wally Wally, in, in, the, in the show, watching the show, but you couldn't do it for two weeks. That's my frustration. That's why I'm mad. If, that, if, if this the old skit from Biggie, tell him why you mad, son. Tell him why you mad. That's why I'm mad. My bad. Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> and also, I, I have a little beef too. You know when we when you want to jump right in, you have to quote Roger from American Dad and say "dive on in." You know that <laughs> we yeah. already talked about that. We already talked about this, man. Uh, okay, man. We we we, 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 we we let's get into this thing, man. Let's uh, <laughs> you know what? Y'all are on one. Y'all were on one before. Y'all on one now. Um, first and foremost, how y'all feeling this morning? I, I I mean, I already got my answer. Y'all amped up, so yes, sir. Yeah, I'm 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 ready for after the what happened Monday night with Demar Hamlin and the Bills. I'm ready for, and we got some good football yesterday. But besides the Raiders showing up, that that was the best, worst part of yesterday. Um, really good game last night between the Titans and the Jaguars for four for the AFC. What's that? What are they? The AFC South. Yeah. Um, who cares? Nobody's going anywhere over there. But, you know, anyway, that was a really good game. And, you know, it's good to see, you know, when you watch your team struggle, you guys being Commanders fans, you know, I'm a Buffalo fan. And and I'm just saying any fans. It it was a guy talking about how uh, um, fans of Green Bay and and, and Pittsburgh never know what it's it's like to be in the dumps. You know, they always – their off seasons are eight and eight, you know, eight and nine and barely making the playoffs like Pittsburgh and Green Bay as bad as seasons they had they're still in it 
You know, they never have a debacle, complete debacle of a season unless somebody's injured. So it's just good to see the Jaguars go from what happened with Urban Meyer, all that mess. And then I have to apologize to Trevor Lawrence because I called him a bust. And he's out here balling now. He threw a strike that first touchdown. I don't know the receiver's name. Um, and one of the announcers, we, we killed the Jaguars for the Christian Kirk deal. And if you look at his numbers, he's balling. So, look, the Jaguars, they on the right path. This is, you know, the, the turnaround. They got a Super Bowl winning coach in Peterson. Um, and I think, man, they, they're looking good, man. If I have to, to you know, I think the Titans, you know, um, unwillingly last night passed the torch. I don't think if, they know they did, but I think, I I don't think they wanna, passed the torch last night. I don't want to um, do a very Horowitz, but if I remember, there's a person on this panel that told everybody to watch out for the Jaguars. I don't know who he is. Who? 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 <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a guy. Oh, I know a guy that said something about the Jags early in the season. I said the Jags, and I said Detroit. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know who the guy is. Who? 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 But somebody. Mm. So let's move on with the show, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a. Uh... <laughs> Oh, boy. Thank you, Piccolo, for that, because. (laughs) Come on, man. Let's go, man. Let's go. Speaking of the Bills, the Bills take on the Patriots. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I ain't going to cut you off. But you know the other reason why the Jags are in the playoff hunt is because whoever does their um, podcast in the mornings probably had, like, something, and they did it the whole way through. They didn't stop at week, week 15. Like some people I know, so that's probably the other reason why the Jags is in the playoff hunt. And so you say you say somebody, you say somebody that's doing a Jacksonville, you know, podcast before they leave, they'd be like Duval, right? Duval, right, right. Oh, Every week, one. I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know, some podcasts, their guy takes two weeks <laughs> off, and the team goes over too. But I ain't gonna bring up no names. <laughs> mm. So, uh, man, hey, after this, they might have to put a statue of KG up. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be hangers anyway, so that could be done. That could be done before kickoff, actually. Yeah, you can go to the dollar store, get you a KG statue, <laughs> put a and you know, the finishing touch would be a Georgetown headband. <laughs> <laughs> For your information, it wouldn't be a statue; it'd be an installation. Leave me alone. Oh, and the, man. And the number twenty-six on the on the statue. Why would it be? Because at twenty-six losses right now. Ooh, baby. Ooh. Three, no, three, three, three days. You started on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This will make the fourth day. You had something to say about Georgetown. We're not going in there. Buffalo versus New England. Yeah, let's go. Eight and a half point favorites. Uh, Buffalo over under is 43 and a half. Uh, of course, Buffalo's coming off in an emotional week. Um, this emotional week has held up fantasy championship games in some leagues. Some leagues said, hey, we're just going to go with whatever it is and go with that. Our particular mm-hmm. league, we rolled over because week 18 is our championship. 
Lowell Willing and the Creek Don't Rise. I bring home two titles at the end of the night. Um, but we'll start with the boss BJ and his beloved Buffalo Bills against hated New England Patriots AFC East matchup. What you got, B? Um, it, it's gonna be a, a very emotional game. It, it's home, it's at Highmark Stadium at Orchard Park. Um, you know, we know we know what Buffalo can do on the field. That's not in question. Um, and when we're just talking about football, they've been decimated on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to injuries. And now with the awesome with Demar Hamblin, they uh they elevated uh Benford, uh one of the cornerbacks, you know, and John Brown, the receiver. So, you know, like they've been doing all season, and like I've been saying all season, when you've when you've gotten used to something and it doesn't hit you week 16, 17, 18, the injury bug. Kind of like what Philadelphia is going through with Jalen Hurts. He's been playing all season, and then bang, he's got to miss a couple games. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. They've been doing this all season, so this is nothing different to Buffalo. Um, I think it's going to take a quarter, probably that second quarter before they get settled. That's what I think. I think they're going to win this game with New England. New England can't move the ball. They got a really good defense, but they can't move the ball. Um I'll take the Bills and the eight points. Um, I think, you know, you, you'll see some tribute. You see, you know, what you saw yesterday. Uh, love from DeMar shirts, DeMar Hamlin jerseys, walking into the stadium from both teams. And uh, I think once they get over that energy that – because you got to remember, this is the team that was on the field and the Bengals that watched somebody have to be resuscitated on the field. So now you have to get back out there. I think them first couple of hits, they're gonna need that to get going again. To take those get the get football back in their blood. And DeMar Hamlin's father told them, like, look, y'all go out there and play ball. The best way y'all can honor him is to go out there and do what y'all been doing. So give me the bills. Uh I can't wait to see, you know, the tribute and you know, all the emotion and stuff and, and the bills will get to work today. Um unfortunately, with the playoff scenarios. It looked like it's going to be uh, – I need, of course, Buffalo to win today, and I need the Jets to beat the Dolphins. I don't want to play New England or Miami in the first round. I, I'm not worried about losing to them, but it's that 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 um, familiarity. And, and when you play teams second and third time, anything's in the air, and then you play also as a different monster. I'd rather see Pittsburgh. So if Miami loses to the Jets, we beat the Patriots – I think that gets Pittsburgh in, and then Pittsburgh will come to Orchard Park. But I'm thinking that the way it's going to go is probably it's going to be Dolphins and Bills. I think that's what it's going to be. I think that's what it's going to be, and that's going to be going to be very interesting to see. What you got, oh, Midnight Rider? Hold on, before you go on, I left something out for you. So the over under is 43 and a half. So what do you think okay. about the over under? I think we're I think we're gonna go over. I think it's okay. gonna be I think it's gonna be one of those like you know 34 17 type deals where you know Buffalo I think I think both teams are gonna struggle in the beginning. I think Buffalo once they get their foot in their rhythm, they're gonna put the Patriots away. And um it's such a big game for them. I don't think you'll see unless they're up by three, four touchdowns, I don't think you see Josh Allen come out the game. I mean, why? Because you need that rhythm going into wildcard weekend. Unfortunately, you know, what, what happened Monday night, 
Kansas City's locked up the number one seed. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Give me the over and give me the bills with the points. So, so I think um, I'm, of course, I'm a gambler, man. And once we get done with the show, so we can't get too long on this because I got to run into Maryland to get my bets in um, via FanDuel. Shout out to FanDuel. Thank you for providing lines for us all season long. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna take Buffalo, especially in the first half. I think I'm gonna put make a play with Buffalo winning or taking whatever the number is for Buffalo in the first half because I think they're gonna come out so energized and so hyped coming off of the emotions from this Hamlin thing that they're gonna get out early. And, and then after that, I think once everything settles down, that that wave of emotion is gonna run, run off and then. Maybe New England can get back in the game, so it'll be a close game. Won't be a blowout, but I think um, Buffalo will get out early because they have this raw emotion of seeing their guy like coming back and being available. Um, you know, limbs moving, talking, doing everything. So it's not um, such a calamity that that they've seen. Um, they've they're, they're on the other side of the of the mountaintop per se in this situation. So I'm going to go with the Pats to cover only because I think Buffalo takes their foot off the pedal. And I definitely agree with BJ where it's going to hit the over because this game is going to be too emotionally charged. And if I'm Buffalo and I'm Kim Dorsey, first play, I don't care what we're doing is play action and we taking a shot. Um, That's me. Um, I'm 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 a, I'm a child from the Joe Gibbs era. I believe in taking my shots when we can get a shot. I believe in taking four shots a ball game, and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my shot first down, first and ten from the twenty-five, because you know you don't get no punt, I mean kickoff returns. We taking a shot early, and we're gonna try to get digs in the ball game, or we're gonna get Gabe down the sideline, or maybe we do um, all goes. I don't care, but we got we gotta we gotta put the women and children to sleep, and go looking for dinner. That's all I'm saying in this scenario. Go ahead, KG. Damn. Like, <clears throat> you say that, and I'm already like, all right, let's go. Like, a hat on a hat. You got it, it, For any man that can get a man, get man. Any man that can get two, get two. Let's go. Like, that, I like that. I like that. But I, I'm picking the bills in this one, of course. Uh, selfish reasons. Because I need Josh Allen and the Bills defense to have an awesome game so I can win a fantasy championship. Uh, podcasting reasons because Buffalo's the better team here. And by Buffalo not getting that first round by, which they should have. They should have. And it, and really and truly, this Buffalo season is going to have an asterisk beside it, you know, for, for week 17 because it got canceled. And, you know, you got to have an asterisk beside every The, the record's going to be lopsided. Understand that. But I think Buffalo is going to be playing on sheer emotion. The rest of this, the rest of this year, that they play, it's going to be sheer emotion, and we all love a feel-good story. I think this is going to be one of them feel-good stories, where a team that needed a spark got it in the most unlikely way, and they made a run. And then, of course, I like to see that man on the end cry tears of joy. You know, I can see him. Laying on the floor now, 
when they hoisting that Lombardi trophy. So I would love to see that. But uh, give me the Bills in this one, and I think they will cover. Give me two touchdowns from Josh Allen, uh, two passing touchdowns, and I'll take the over in this one. So next one up. I can't even. All right, before you move on, I can't even get to that 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 dream scenario until they beat Kansas City. Exactly. In the playoff, in the playoffs when they count, not in the regular season and a revenge game. Their kryptonite right now is the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's where it stands. I'm not worried about I'm not gonna say I'm not worried about anybody else because the Bengals is a legit threat, but it's Kansas City. Yo, yeah, yeah, y'all seen remember the Titans, right? Of course. Yeah. So every time BJ talks about the Buffalo Bills, I think of the scene when Denzel goes to Sunshine because Preach got his wrist broke on the play. And he says, I had 12 brothers and sisters, and I was the youngest one. And they all looked at me to figure out what to do. And, 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 and he said, this is your time to shine. You got to do this today. You know what I'm saying? You got to be here, be present in the moment. And he pushes Sunshine on the field, and the coach comes over, and he's like, you had 12 brothers and sisters? He was like, no, nah, I had eight. He was like, yeah, 12 sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> Next game up, the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals uh, hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Bengals 10.5 point favorites, over-under is 39.5. Uh, no Lamar Jackson again this week. Um, say he's still dealing with swelling in the knee. And uh, before I toss it over to the guys, let me let me preface this because we right before we came on air, the question was asked on social media: What would you think about the Washington Commanders giving up two first, a second, two thirds? Getting Lamar Jackson and signing him to a five-year, two hundred sixty million dollar contract. The Midnight Rider brought up a good point. How many seasons has Lamar Jackson completed? Even though he was the MVP, what two years ago, he was also was our three. real athlete. Was it three? Yeah, I think it was nineteen that he was the MVP. Man, he, he was didn't also- finish the COVID year. No, twenty twenty. So it had to be nineteen. And he's not finishing twenty twenty two. So he was our male athlete of the year that year as well because he played just awesome, awesome football. Um, But looking at this game, looking at that scenario, first take the game and then, you know, your opinions on that game, on on that scenario for the Washington Commanders. BJ? Absolutely hell no. And and it's it's nothing to do – it's nothing against Lamar Jackson. He's an electric player. But, you know, when we talked about Lamar at the beginning of the year – that was my concern when you know when you step into the role of GM and you like, hey, how can we pay this guy this much money when we feel like his shelf life is short or he's not he's gonna be injured a lot, i.e. Bradley Bill. Okay. How can you pay somebody that much money and commit to it? Like, you know, you almost have to. You're almost to a point where you have to pay him something. You have to give him something because of his performance, because of the MVP. Um, Washington, this, this is what I don't like when I when, when you get a desperate team that's willing to do anything, desperate fans. You have a kid stepping out there today that if he plays the right way, 
and show some some throws and stuff. You that's your franchise, right? You're not even, they're not even giving them a chance. They've been crying for Sam Howell all year. You get them in a, in a in a in a I'm going to say an important game for him because the Cowboys have to win. The Cowboys are coming out there 120 miles an hour. There is no resting start. He, so he's going to get he's going to get digs. He's going to get Mike Parsons. He's getting the whole nine yards. And if he comes out there, I know it's the last game of the season. He comes out there today and plays really well. Ladies and gentlemen, that Lamar Jackson talk will go to the to the birds. That'll go right into the, the little, you know, the, the little you put the paper in the jar, you give it to the pigeon and be like, fly away with this as far as you can. That's that's where that's gonna go. Um, I don't like that. Uh I, I think one, you gave up too much for Carson Wentz. Um, way too much for Carson Wentz. And to give up that much for Lamar when you still have offensive line issues, you you know you have a couple of the depth issues you need to fill. I just don't. I don't think that's the way to go. And then he's going to come here, and Scott Turner's going to call stuff for a pocket quarterback, and it's it's not going to work. And you got you got so many bad apples already here that need to be flushed. It's like Lamar Jackson. He might get you to a wild card. He might help you win the division, maybe. But it's just like, it's so bad here. Like, what? that's not the answer. I don't think it's the answer. So let's go go back to the game. So let's refocus on, hey, BJ, nah, come, on back, come back to me, B. Um, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, let's, let's talk about this Cincy versus the Ravens and, like, take a step into the game itself before you pass it to me. And I'm going to go back and do my piece on the, the trade thing. So what do you think about the game itself? The Since he's minus 10, the, the over-under is 39 and a half. How you feel on that? Mm, I, I, I'm taking the Bengals. Um, Huntley starting, right? Yeah, Huntley starting. So the Ravens ain't going to move the ball. Nah, and that's the that's, that's the, the, not the, the, the sad part to me because I really thought Huntley would come in there not be Lamar Jackson, but I thought he would come in there and, and keep it going because he's kind of the same type of player. Um, the Bengals, that's, that's another team coming off that Monday night emotional. So they're going to, I think they're going to have the jitters coming out. They're going to be amped up and emotional. So I think it's one of them things where once they get them first couple hits in, it's going to be like that relief, like, oh, we can play football again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, we took a hit and everybody got up. Like that's 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 you know what what they saw Monday night is traumatic, and here's the other thing too, they lose this game to the Ravens, they go to a coin flip for who's playing mm-hmm. at home, which which the Bengals and Zach Taylor are really pissed off about. Uh, I think they feel like they got the raw end of the deal on on that on that um on that end. So I, I don't think that's going to come to that. I think Cincinnati's going to come in there and handle business, and then once again. If this happens and Cincinnati wins, guess who plays again next week in Cincinnati? The Ravens and the Bengals. But guess who's back this time? Guess who's back this time? Lamar Jackson's back this time. And it's going to be a completely different ball game. The Ravens are going to be amped up because they get Lamar Jackson back. And then you hope that Lamar Jackson coming back, that he's healthy. And, and you know what a healthy Lamar, how dangerous that is. Um, it's like it's nothing it, that I think that playoff matchup is nothing can do. 
that's that's set. That's set in stone. Even if the Bengals lose, it's just a coin flip to see who plays at home. But give me the Bengals today. They're going to cover because the Ravens are not going to move the ball at all. Um, and, they, and we're not talking about the 2,000 Ravens defense out there. So give me Joe, Joe Cool. And, you know, I, I want to see uh, T. Higgins out there getting some, some catches, get his nerves down. But I think the Bengals are going to roll today. And then we are going to have a hell of a wild card weekend. All right, so, um, gosh, how do I start this today? Um, I saw a clip with Ray Lewis. He said he was walking down the hall with a young lineman, and he told a young lineman yesterday. Go ahead. oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I'm, I'm. You said that, and I perked up because what's crazy? Not even gonna lie to you. I told BJ this. Said I don't know why. But that's my alarm every morning. And it gets me it gets me ready. So hold on. Let me let me let me show you what that is. Let me let me see. Right now is all we got. You know what I'm talking about? The greatest opportunity in the world is found in today. You understand that? We don't even know what yesterday got for us. You know what I'm talking about? Because it's already gone. Tomorrow too far away. What about right now? What about right now? Huh? Huh? Would you give it all up for me right now? I got you. Let's go with that right there, that's it. Yo, that's crazy. How yo, symbiotic baby. But yeah, that like, that's how I feel about this game today. Like, don't don't worry about yesterday because it's, it's already gone. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, the the, the Hamlin thing, and and the, and and the Bengals trying to do what they got to do, that was yesterday. All you can do is take care of today. That's all you got. All we got is these eleven men on offense and these 11 guys on defense and those 11 guys on special teams trying to make this do what it's got to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm wasting coach talk on y'all. But <laughs> still, like, I, I think I got Cincinnati. Um, they definitely won't cover because Baltimore can't score. Um, back to your trade talk, since I'm doing old talks, I got I got one for for this Lamar Jackson deal. I can't do it. I won't do it. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. Mike Singletary. I don't want Lamar Jackson here in DC because he, he can't finish 16 games. Here's a stat for everybody. Since Kirk Cousins left, the Commanders have played the Redskins, the Washington football team have played three quarterbacks in every season. Since Kirk Cousins left, there's only two teams in this league that next season will be starting their a new quarterback for each of the last season since 2017. Those two teams are the Indianapolis Colts and the Washington Commanders. When Ron Rivera got interviewed and said, what's the biggest issue between you and the PM teams in your division? He says QB1. We watching QB1 be the issue in this situation for this team. So making a trade for a QB that can't finish the season, I'm not interested in. And this team has to, next year, make sure that they have two other quarterbacks besides whoever the quarterback their quote-unquote quarterback of the future is on the roster. 
We can't go into any season without three quarterbacks. It's done. You can't do it. Can't do it, won't do it, shouldn't do it. And I'll go back to that when we get to the commander's game. But, yeah. But, now, again, finishing off, Cincy, I'm taking the number. And and I'm actually – I think I'm going to go with the over because I think Cincy's going to get out on, on Baltimore today. Now, something that, that, that if you want to trade draft picks and stuff, go up and, and and try to get one of those quarterbacks. I mean, if you if you're willing to trade draft picks, if you want to cuz like I said, you're not even giving Sam Howell a chance. He hasn't even got a chance even even the small small sample size you're going to see today. Don't forget, you got a head coach that continues to and I know we're not we we're supposed to be, B, B, B. Wins, Let's pin that because we're going to come back to it. We're going to come back to it in two, in two games. Yeah, let's pin yeah, that. Let's I know, go. I know where you're going, and I gotta put someone to go. So let's let's pin that. <laughs> I'm, Scott, I'm Rick Stoddard. Where's Scott Stoddard? I need to go underneath him and be the dog. <laughs> oh man, we gonna go. We gonna get there. Well, let's get let's get this Atlanta Bucks game out of the way. Hold on, yeah, hold on. I'm taking the Bengals in this game. I'm yeah, taking the Bengals in this game, not because I don't believe in the Ravens, but and as far as Lamar goes, I love Lamar, but I'm not willing to commit that much money to anybody. I don't give a damn who you are. I'm not willing to commit that much money because it's always in D.C. We always lose out when we commit that type of money to people. Deion Sanders, seven years, fifty six million dollars. Played one year. and He was on the books for nine years. I can't commit that much money to anybody. Sorry, not going to do it, but give me the Bengals in this one. Uh, they'll cover. It'll be exciting when you get to the end of the game. But until then, next game on the slate: Bucks versus the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are four and a half point favorites. Bucks yeah. over under forty and a half. Uh, start with the boss BJ with this one. You know, Tom Brady versus shit Mariota on Desmond, IR. Nah, Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Ooh. Um. Mm. The Buccaneers can sit and rest everybody. They're going to have a, a home playoff game. It doesn't. This game is absolutely it irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be quick, fast, in a hurry. I don't expect to see too many starting Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing because it doesn't matter whoever they play, uh, depending on what Dallas does and Philadelphia does, it's going to Tampa Bay. And, you know, based on what we saw from these two old heads, what Tom Brady did last week with Mike Evans and what Aaron Rodgers did to the Vikings, they might be catching fire at the right time. But, yeah, this game is absolutely irrelevant because they, whoever, whatever Tampa Bay does, if they put the water boys on the field, wild card weekend, you come into Tampa Bay, you're going to hear the guns firing, the pirate ship, all that good stuff. So give me Atlanta and 40. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Atlanta can score enough. Um, but I got Atlanta winning, and Tampa Bay uh, is definitely ready, getting prepared for next week. They're not worried about today. You know, today today don't matter to them. So I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because ain't no need in getting too far in the bushes on this one. Um, but I don't think Atlanta's gonna cover that four and a half because Atlanta just can't score. I agree with that. Um, I'm taking. 
the Buccaneers in this one because, like always, it's Tom Brady. I think this is the first time Tom Brady's going to finish a regular season under 500. So if that's the case, that's the case. But when it comes playoff time, TB12 going to prove to the league, fat meat greasy. So give me the Bucks in this one um, and give me the under. Ah, Coming to this game here, Cowboys versus Commanders. One last time, shout out KG to DJ. <laughs> shout out to DJ O Goody. KG he, came, he, he came up with uh anthem and we gotta do it. No, 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 hand up. No, no, Who are no, we? no. the no, commanders. No, no, no. We went two weeks without this shit. You can't yeah, we do no My left hand ain't up no more. Well, guess what? We you gotta do it today. You can give me Bluetooth. My left hand ain't going up no more. <laughs> we got to do it today. Because no, we have no, no, no. now. It don't matter. See, hold on. Hold on. Because today is a special day. Why is today a special day? Today is a special day because it's long overdue. Oh, oh. And they fumbled the bag. And Come on, Sonny J. They're retiring Sonny Jurgensen's number nine. It's long overdue. And I, I prayed hard all season. Just please. Please, Lord, let Sonny make this, make it to this so he can see this while he's on this earth. I don't want this to be a posthumous thing. I want Sonny to be here. I still want Sonny in the booth, but that's just me. And speaking on Sonny, we all, we're old enough to remember Redskins report with George Michael and those guys and Sonny being down at training camp and things like that. Sonny's a legend in this area alone, but he's a legend in the NFL because of his prolific passing. This is a long overdue moment for him, and I'm glad to see it coming. But it's been shadowed, overshadowed with this whole thing of Frank Herzog not being invited, and the, the team telling Frank Herzog, well, oh, they wanted to be just close family. Uh, Herzog is family. What are you talking about? I don't know. So I'm I'm looking at the um WhatsApp, and somebody wants to talk about. Their picks. Oh no, 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 no! I just wanted to post it. I just wanted to put it there. Just this is in that week know. eighteen. I mean, I mean, because I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> oh Lord, if I wouldn't have missed this that is, week, you wouldn't is, be talking this, this stuff. As, this is as of right now. This is not. Con- oh, you know, okay. Is, but somehow we I got a ten-game disparity. But all right, we talking about as of right now. Ah oh, man. It, it, maybe it's like the SATs and you can pick the games you want to pick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to go Hogan and rip the shirt off, but then I'll have to say uh it's all good. So 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 let's um let's stay on focus. So Cowboys minus seven and a half against the Washington Commanders. Um for two weeks we've been let down by KG because nobody told us what to do with our left hand. Um <laughs> The Cowboys is definitely getting the seven and a half. I mean, I I love Sam Howe. There's three quarterbacks. When this class came in, it was Sam Howe, Doris Thompson, whatever his name is, and Jalen Daniels that I was high on. And all three have kind of gone through their path. I think Sam's going to play well today. I think there's going to be a thing where um, Washington has to really consider how and a backup 
or how in somebody else. And I'm not going to consider Haneke because I don't think you can have Haneke on this roster going forward with a, 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 a quarterback that's developing and the fans not yell for Haneke because we've done this. And it's ironic that this weekend is the weekend we're honoring Sonny Jurgensen, but ever since Sonny and Bill Billy Kilmer, I think the Washington fan base has always had a incredible love for the backup quarterback. And I don't know if a person like how can, can can withstand the pressure of the fans wanting Haneke so much that Haneke can stay and be the backup for how or they figure out who the quarterback is going into 2023. So Washington's quarterback situation is going to be, yo, I hate my cousin. I hate my cousin, dog. He 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 knows where I'm going. I was going to go with this, I, but yeah, it's exactly it. It's it's the Babe Laufenberg 2.0. It's the thing. Um, let me get back to focus. But yes, that's it. It's like Washington has this undying love for the backup quarterback, um, no matter who he is. Um, so this Cowboys seven and a half, I'm definitely taking that. Um, I forgot to give y'all the over under on it. Um, so the over under for Washington and Dallas is forty and a half. Forty and a half. So. It's definitely going over. Nah, nah, I gotta get, I got that, gotta get that, that go under. No, nah, no, nah, it's gonna go over. So over the forty and a half, Dallas is gonna take care of the seven and a half because they got something to play for, and Washington doesn't. And if you guys um, remember back in the day when the Washington Post used to put the roster for the team in the in the sports section, I need you to go to your sports section today and get the roster because you're not gonna know. Who half the jokers are playing for Washington today? So this is this isn't going to be pretty. Um, I hope Sonny, a I hope they spell Sonny Jerkins' name right on 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 on, on, on whatever they put up for Sonny. B I hope they actually use a Redskins jersey for Sonny and not make it like a Commanders jersey. C I hope they actually invited Sonny to be there for the event. Because with these jokers, I mean, they didn't invite Frank Herzog until, like, Saturday night. So I don't even know if Sonny knows that he's being honored. Um, what else do I have? Um, see, I just hope they know that at halftime they actually honoring Sonny because, yes, it's Sonny Jerkinson Day, but they might have forgot because of the way they do shit. And then D... I hope they got the hangers in place for Sonny Jerkinson's jersey for his tribute. So that's that's how I feel about today. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Frank Herzog will be in the booth today. I hope Frank know where he at. If y'all heard Frank talk last couple times, Frank, Frank ain't all there. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Disrespect of a legend. How do you follow that up? How do you follow that up right there? Um, I'm taking I'm taking the over, and I, I'm with I'm with the midnight rider. I think you know the Cowboys definitely take care of that seven. 
Um, he, here's here's where it is for Washington. Sam Howell can't be no worse than Carson Wentz. Um, uh, as 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 much as the team loves Heineke, he is what he is. He can catch fire, you know, and, and make a couple big plays, but for the most part, the offense is going to be tugging along and not in a good way. You want to first, you want to come up here and see versus live bullets. What can Sam Howe do? Can he make these throws? Because despite everything Washington Washington has done off the field, all the blunders, they have three receivers that could be number one receiver on any team. Damn near. They got three receivers that could be wide receiver number one. They got two running backs. I think Brian Robinson's not playing today. But they got two running backs that could damn near start on any team in the league. Gibson's not playing either. Gibson's not playing either? Okay. Nah, so we own we Patterson and Jonathan Williams. Okay. So we'll see what they have today. Um, I would like to see, for, for me, I would like to see Sam Howell. I, I don't want to see them protect him. I don't want to see, you know, a dumbed-down offense. I mean, I think that's what we've been seeing all year. I would like to see, like, let that thing fly. Let's see what we can do with you. Let's see what we can build on going into next year. Uh, and I agree that, you know, I think the Heineke era has to be over in Washington. As good as a guy as he is, that ha- – because and it shouldn't matter what the fans think because your coach and your, your franchise should be solid enough to, like, you know, we're going to play the guys that win us games, which they didn't do what, you know, last week with Carson Wentz. So. But um, I, I just want to see Sam Howe. If I, it, it, I want to see Sam Howe do good today. Against this Dallas defense, the best thing could be a shootout and they still lose. A real shootout or a KG shootout? A, no, a real shootout. A real okay. shootout. A real shootout. Not, not, not field goals and – 22 to 21. 13, 12. No, uh, I'm talking about real 34, 31, you know, because it's it's just, it's so much to unpack with this team. So little time. Um, I I think that if, if, you know, it's so much With with, with the possible ownership change, it's like you can't really do away with people that you need to do away with. I think Scott Turner needs to go. I think Jack Del Rio needs to go. Even if you keep Ron Rivera, it's, it's Scott Turner's time is up. This offense has been unimaginative, plain Jane all season. And it's just, it's you get tired of seeing it. You get tired of seeing it. Fire away, fire away. Because I'm at a loss of words with this team. No, 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 no. Because there's a nice little Washington Post article Um that just came out where they talked about Scott Turner's play calling. Um, as you well know, um, you guys have heard me tell say that I feel like Scott Turner sits in the um in the booth and he's got a will of he's got this thing called the will of plays, and he spins that bitch and then he just goes to whatever pops up because he has no real design. Um, sometimes nope. I do feel like nope. his quarterbacks. Let him down in some situations, and last week you kind of saw where the play. If if Wentz went with the design of the play, maybe he could have had some options. But I also see that when something's working, he's not that coach that's going to say you got to stop me from doing what I'm doing. 
he's the dude that feels like, oh, yeah, I ran the ball first and 10. I ran the ball second and four. I ran the ball third and one. This next first down, I got to run a reverse with a triple option, and and, and the quarterback's got to break dance before he gets the snap. You know, so I, I, I just don't understand his feel for play calling because I know I've never really been a play calling, like, but I always – lived on the thing of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, I've I've been on the sidelines coasting against people and and the dude knew exactly what we was running, but I don't care. You can tell me we run and pick and roll right, we run and pick and roll left. Um but that's the scenario that you're gonna deal with. So I feel like maybe the only way that Ron Rivera comes back next year is if he gets um Ritter Scott Turner. And then on the Jack Del Rio side of this, I think I'm I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be on the opposite side of this. I'm gonna be devil's advocate because I think Del Rio and Zagania, um, the D line um coach, I think they've done enough up front that they can make this work. I've I truly think they just need a second corner. So at number 10 or 11, 14. Wherever we drive, um, I'm looking at like Joey Porter Jr., some cornerback to come off the books and be our other DB, so we can go with him and um, St. Juice, and now we can lock you down cover style, and now it's a whole different team. And then BJ's favorite player on a franchise deal gets to get another eleven and a half sack season. Um, Deron Payne, we know how BJ loves him. I'm actually surprised that he's not wearing a Deron Payne 94 shirt today on the show um, because his love and affection for Deron Payne. So, um, again, just to clean it up for everybody, I got the Cowboys with the minus seven, seven and a half, and um, the over. And before before I give it to you, big guy, I, I'm going to let me talk on Deron Payne. If they don't, I, I think they're going to have to franchise because some team with a lot of cap space is going to throw a lot of money his way. Because he leads, doesn't he lead the team in sacks? Yeah, he leads the team in sacks. So his his right, so sacks. B B, I'm I'm I know I messed with you about your your disdain for Deron Payne, but I'm I'm truly bigger on the San Francisco model. With the D line, so to take you back two or three years ago, the the Niners traded Buckner to the Colts for a first round pick. With that first round pick, they drafted Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw's had some injuries, but that's how they kind of fixed their D line. Instead of paying everybody on the D line, you you mm-hmm. got new guy on a rookie deal, and I yeah. feel like that's what this team should have done. Or should they be doing the wrong thing. Yes. You can't Absolutely. pay, even though the salary cap is going to blow up next year. Um, you can't pay pain, you can't pay um sweat, Allen. you can't pay out. I mean, you already paid out. You know what I'm saying? And then the bad thing about it is, are you really gonna one pace? And, and I'll I'll go ahead and go on this limb now. Do you really want to pay sweat? No, you don't. Yes, I do. I, I don't. No, you don't. No, you yes, don't. I do. I'm going to tell you why you don't want to pay Sweat. Sweat is a tall guy with track speed. 
So he has to get going before he can bend the edge and get around people. He doesn't have the quick twitch. So if you're exactly. if you're if you're a believer in the Von Millers and those type of guys, you can't believe in 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 in, in, Monte, in Montez what? But it's, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. He ran a four four in the four, in the, in, the, in the combine, mm-hmm. and it was. The, I, I walk. You, I'm gonna tell you right now. If any, if you watch any NFL game with me, and the coach and the team they name a play on the field, I will sit beside you and tell you what college that guy came from. That's how much I watch college football. And, and when I saw Montez Sweat, I liked him, but the only thing that scared me was because he's not he's he's fast, but he's not quick. There's a difference in that term. Yes, it is absolutely. They they all say it the other way. They'll say quicker than fast, but he's fast but not quick, and that bothers me when it comes to my pass rusher. Let thing. me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this. Y'all watch more commanded games than me. With that being said, how often is his hand in the dirt? He 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 does a mix. So he does a mix of the hand in the dirt and standing up. It depends on what the call is. Um, and if you pay attention. Um, Chase doesn't go hand in the dirt a lot of times. He'll go from a two point. Mm-hmm. And see, and that's and that's what I'm saying. If 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 we see this sideline junk, what what's 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 Washington's base defense? It's supposed to be a four three. No, it's not. Then what? It's a four. It's supposed it? to be. No, it's a four it's two a five. No, 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 no. Four, two, this five. franchise, Ron has told us it's a four two five. He says I have two. If you p- go back. And listen to his interview early in the week about um, Jamin Davis and um, Cole Holcomb. He said, that's our tandem at linebacker. Our tandem. So basically you run the nickel. Yeah, you run nickel all the time. You run nickel. Yeah. But my, my thing is this. If if Montez Sweat is fast and he needs that, he needs to get to his second or third step before he gets the top speed versus – hitting that first step and already being accelerating pad. He doesn't have that. Why isn't he, why aren't they playing a three? And, and this is way more than what we, we, we can dive into. We don't have the time. Why aren't they playing a three, four? Why aren't they staying? We talked about this because in nauseam the last couple of years about how this team should be using these players. You can't, you can't run a three, four with him. You just, you just answered your own question. So because he's not quicker than fast, you can't have him as a standing up in playing edge in a three four. We tried that. You you have to you he's the guy that he has to be the in. And and the way this team is set up, if you pay attention, um, and I know you don't see us as much as we do, but this team is perfectly set for a four-man front. And with whatever um coach Z has done this year. They do a lot of TE stunts and setups, and I know I'm getting in the minutia, and but the way the line is set up, it, they're playing perfectly for the way that they, they are set up because because they can TE stunt, they can tackle stunt, and and like Deron can get Allen free, or Allen can get Deron free, or Allen can get Young free. Like they they do enough up front, and. And it's hard for them to blitz because since their front four stunts so much that they don't create those open alleys for the blitzers coming through. 
So if you pay attention, watch if you watch Washington when they blitz sometimes, if if it ain't the corner and it's somebody in the middle, they always get they get it's clogged up because of the stunts or the moves they're doing. Now let me say this. We first let's let's backtrack. Let me get to a couple of comments real quick. Uh, Eric says uh linebacker play under JDR and Rivera as well. Yeah, it's it's been it's been bad. Um they won't be paying young. Let me rephrase. They shouldn't pay young to a big deal sweat either. Uh they'll bring down the Buffalo nickel, bring the Buffalo nickel down the box as a third linebacker. And most of their most of their blitzes nah, are you know what? KG, stop, stop posting whatever he 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 does because he should be on a podcast. I keep telling this dude <laughs> you're wasting content every time you talk. So don't don't post his comments. Here's he my should thing. Be on a podcast, he should be sitting here either with us or with me on something separate. The dude gets on my nerves, but I love him because he's my cousin. Here's my thing. No, 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 address nothing he said. No, I'm not. I'm 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 addressing everything that was just said because I didn't have a chance to. Here's my thing. When it comes to you know, when y'all were saying about pain and we should have let him, you know, did what San Francisco did. Well, in actuality, we did that when we got when we didn't resign my Ionitis. We let my Ionitis walk and didn't get anything back. And Matt Ionitis was a force in the middle. When they moved him from in the tackle, I loved it. KG, because guess what? KG. Come on, man. No. KG. No. As much as I talk bad about Deron Payne. Ionitis and pain are not on the same level. They didn't. Ha- I'm not saying I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm Ionitis saying like- and and um, what's what's the old boy, um, the other kid that they let go, um, from Virginia Tech. Is it settle? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo settled. got settled. What's settle, hey, what's settle doing for you right now? Um, we a Buffalo Bill. And yeah, it's back. I gotta tell you, he's a Buffalo Bill. He's 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 just on the depth chart. I mean, I, there you go, there you go. We made we made too yeah, much noise about two chart. guys that sh- that 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 don't mean enough and don't mean anything to the process. And if you pay he's attention, Ridgeway has done more than both of those two. He, he's one of those guys that if if the Buffalo line was healthy with Von Miller and Rose Russo, right. he benefits. Right. He's not a guy that's going to come out and be like, man, Tim Settle is, is just tearing it up out here that's that's not what he is. he's a space taker but he has to have somebody else dominant or two people dominant on that line to make a difference he's just not you know he's a he's a depth chart filler good guy probably he's a good guy he he has some talent but he has been the right system with ionitis see i'm not saying ionitis and and and, and pain are on the same level i'm saying ionitis was a good compliment to those guys because what he did he took the double teams. He sat there. He waited patiently. And then once his chance came and the quarterback stepped up into the pocket, what did Ionitis do? Attack. He got the he got to the ball. Ionitis made a lot of tackles for loss. Ionitis made a lot of plays. When it comes to Sweat, I got to pay Sweat. Because you know what? Sweat may not have it on the stat sheet, but he has the intangibles. Sweat is very disruptive in a lot of plays. And if everybody else wasn't playing hero ball sometimes, they would probably get sacks because Sweat comes from that backside. He starts forcing the quarterback one way. You should be sitting right there and say, hey, don't go to way, big homie. I got you. That's the way Sweat is very disruptive. Very, very disruptive. He puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. If I'm not mistaken, he was leading the league in pressures at one time this year. 
That that's what I'm saying. When it comes to this D line and this defense, I think the weakest point now is the secondary. And even though everybody say, "Well, I wouldn't re-sign Cole Holcomb," and I think that's the dumbest shit that I've ever heard. I'm re-signing Cole Holcomb. Who who, who else you gonna get to play the middle? You gonna you gonna sign John Bostic again? You gonna ask David Mayo to do it again? Can, can Him I and John Davis play really really well together. I don't understand this coaching staff's love affair for David Mayo. Um. I'm a guy that I believe in speed. So, like, the John Harris um, and the other kids they have behind them that we will see today because can't nobody else play today. Um, everybody's on that. Oh, damn it. Everybody, yeah, this is the fourth preseason game for us. Uh, so, I don't I don't know why anybody expects or wants anything from, from us. Um, shit, don't even put your left hand up today because that shit going to get shot off. Um, these jokers is just – the, the, the middle linebackers and this team's unwillingness to play younger players, like you, you got sometimes speed makes up for things. And, and I don't understand why they don't believe in that. Like, just let a guy go and be aggressive. Like, like the, the reason Jamin Davis is playing well is because you stop telling him that you got to, when you when the play happens, you got to check this and check that and check this and check that. No, you go hunt. That's how Jamie Davis is better. Go hunt, son. We all seen Alvin Mack on on the program. You go, you you, you go, sh- shut everything down and let the ambulance sort them out. That's what it is, and that's what you do. You that's that's Jamie Davis. That's how Jamie Davis has played all season. Because you took him off of being responsible, for everybody, and let Cole Holcomb be the responsible guy. And that's that's all this is. And then and then for this team, they gotta sign, they gotta sign Cam Curl to an extension this offseason right away. Curl and Holcomb should be their top two um things. And I know Eric Willing's gonna comment, but it's still that's what I'm telling you. And if you wanna talk, Eric Willing, get on the goddamn podcast. <laughs> let, let me let me say this. And, and, and shout out to uh uh Dwayne Davis. Son of a, a, a Hall of Famer, uh, 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 God, um, damn, I can't even think of his dad name. Played uh, Willie Davis, son of Hall yeah. of Famer Willie Davis, and father of uh, Wyatt Davis. So three generations of greatness. Um, here's my thing. I love what we got in the defense. I just feel that the scheme's wrong. So if we got to let Jack Del Rio go, I'm not mad about that. I wouldn't have been mad about that a year ago because I, I was calling for it a year ago and said, hell, put Sam Mills Jr. in there. I mean, no. Sam Mills the no. third. That's who I was looking at at the time. I can't do that now. They, but they I was like, hell, the same. Give, give, give somebody else a shot because Del Rio ain't doing it. If you got to get rid of Scott Turner, fine. I'm sure we got – there's other up-and-coming quarterback. I'm sorry, up-and-coming offensive coordinators that we can get and go from there. Hell, I wouldn't mind if Ron ran the defense. I don't give a damn. But Del Rio, he's not aggressive enough for me. But, see, I think – so So when I watch it, when we try to get aggressive, um, 
and I think we got to close this out in a second because we got two more to go. But um, I think when they get aggressive, their linemen up front don't help the blitzes blitz because maybe they don't understand what the blitzes are doing and they're so focused on what they're doing. But like when I watch this team blitz, it's it's like we get on we we rush in gaps on top of each other, if if that's the best way to say it. Or when the blitzer gets there, he hits the quarterback, but he doesn't take the football away from the quarterback. So there were a couple games where like we got we had in the tie with um New York where our cornerback or our DB comes off the edge. Hits Denny Dimes, but he hits him in the middle of the back, and he doesn't like go for the strip and get the ball out. He just gets the hit and makes the sack. Like there are things that I'm not anti, I'm not pro um, Del Rio, but I understand to a point what he's doing. And and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, the first person I think that's gonna be released this offseason is gonna be Kendall Fuller. Because because I don't think Kendall Fuller can give this defense what they want in terms of being an in-your-face corner. And I, I think that's that's part of the reason why I'm so big on J.P., Joey Porter Jr. Um, there's another kid um, that they can get late. Um, it's a kid, Banks, that plays for Maryland. He's like 6'2", 210. He's a long-arm, lengthy corner that I think they will like. I'm already in my bag for for the for the for the NBA NFL draft if you can't tell, but um, there's some guys that they can get that fits their their motif, and that's the one thing I'm happy about is I finally have a motif for for my my guys. Like I think I know what they want. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, I'm done. I'm getting off my my, 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 my my soapbox. Let me say this. We got a lot to talk about come Tuesday. So we need to get this same lineup together on Tuesday. Yes, the sir. DC Sports Rundown because we got to end the season. Of course, I got to figure out my words so I can write my end of the season article. Uh, and just I think that's I write- how you let us down for two weeks by not putting the left hand up commander's thing. Man. Moving Man. right along. Last two games. <laughs> The Seahawks versus the Rams. I picked this game because here we are, and we're talking about Sean McVay not knowing if he wants to continue to coach. And I really think that this game, if he he doesn't know if he wants to continue to coach the Rams. You win a Super Bowl, you deal with a bunch of injuries the following year, your Super Bowl hung over, you're five and eleven. He got married, lost his grandfather. A lot didn't happen this year. He's talking about hanging it up. So um this game. The Seahawks are five and a half point favorites. Over under is 41 and a half. Gentlemen, take it away. Uh, so, I'm trying to get to the Seahawks um, playoff scenario. They need to win and they need Green Bay to lose. Right. That's 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 their scenario there. I, I, I you know, I think they get the win today against the Rams. The Rams, you know, aren't doing anything special. That Green Bay loss at the end, I don't know. Green Bay didn't caught fire. Aaron Rodgers and four five. Detroit looks good. I, I I don't know if they get that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Give me Seahawks though. 
Me Seahawks. The Rams have nothing. Like when I say zero, they have nothing to pay for. There's no like the Rams are just gonna show up. And you see the name on the bottom of the screen? One, two, three, Cancun. That's how they break in the huddle every time. They they they're in Cancun, they going to the bar, they going to Kirks and Caicos or whatever it's called. They they done. And all Seattle gotta do is come out. And this is how most of these games gotta go. If you come out and punch that team that has nothing to play for in the mouth, the first drive, you get up seven nothing, maybe you get up ten nothing. They are gonna lay down. They are gonna play possum the rest of the ball game. They have nothing to play for, they have no reason to have a will to play in this ball game. They just trying to get that check. They ain't trying to get hurt. They ain't trying, they just trying to make sure. They can get to the beach in time um, to get their tan, you know what I'm saying, to get their wives, their, their pedicures or whatever. It, it, Yeah. This this Rams game is, is absolutely – the Rams have absolutely nothing to pay for. Nothing. But on the other side, if my if the Rams get my guy Kyron Williams in the ball game, get him some courage because I don't know why we keep playing Cam Akers, um, that's the thing. And then, unfortunately, the Rams will need to look for a new head coach next offseason because Sean McVay is one. He reminds me so much of Gibbs that um, I think he needs a break. If you've ever watched an interview with, with, with Sean McVay and he talks like this dude can tell you the play um, and the down, the situation of every game that he's Who called. Where? It's ridiculous. It, it, it's his recall is 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 is, is unbelievable, and, and and for them, for him to be in this situation, I think he needs a break. But the thing about it, people act like the Rams, like messed this up. The Rams shot their shot, they got their Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and if you guys haven't paid attention, the last three years before they won their championship, their their team they've amassed enough picks late in the draft that they always have picks. They always have plays. So they may have a fourth-round guy. They may have a fifth-round guy. They may have a sixth-round guy. They don't have one, two, and three, but they pick so well from four to seven that they do enough to maintain their roster every season. And that's the difference with the Rams. Is The Rams, they don't care about one, two, and three because we're going to sacrifice – to get the quarterback, to get the guy we need, and move forward. Well, let me say this about the Rams. Uh, I thought, you know, middle of the season when uh, Cooper Cup went down and I thought he was going to come back, but I guess they put him on season ending IR. I thought it was only four weeks, but it's no point in him coming back now because uh, – Four and 11. Yeah. I, I, and, but I, selfish reasons, I had Cooper Cup in fantasy, and he was dominating. Uh, but I thought he was actually going to come back. But I th- also thought they were going to sign OBJ when he got hurt, and they just couldn't turn it around. They couldn't pull it out the tailspin. It's it happens. It happens. Uh, I'm just I don't think their Super Bowl hangover is going to be as long as Atlanta's. But it's a hangover. It happens to teams. It really does. So I'm going to take the 
Seahawks in this one, I think Geno Smith is going to have a really, really good game. I think he's going to make comeback player of the year this year. He is going to be a force to be reckoned with when he hits the second season. So mark my words on that. Uh, and let's go on to the last game, which I think is game of the week. Lions versus Packers. That is tonight at 820. Uh, the Packers are four and a half point favorites. Is in Green Bay over under 49 and a half. Gentlemen, do the Lions get in or do the Packers get in? Unfortunately for the Lions, by the time this game starts, they'll know if they're eliminated or not. If Seattle wins, I believe they're eliminated. Um, And it just matters if Green Bay loses. If Green Bay loses, Seattle's in. And if Seattle wins, it doesn't matter what Detroit does at 820. They're just playing to play spoiler. So um, that's what happens when, you know, you don't control your own destiny anymore. Um, You know, they still got a shot. Um... Man, I wanna I wanna pull for Detroit so bad. Let me take Detroit. I think Detroit's gonna beat Green Bay. I I really think this is this is this is a turning point for the franchise. They've been doing they they turned it around. Dan Campbell, they've been doing so well this year. Um, you know, they got they had a you know a lull where they they you know they weren't weren't putting up points. So I think the offense has to come out. I know it's in Lambeau, it's probably gonna be freezing cold. But they have to put up some points. They have to put some pressure on the Packers at home. They gotta silence that crowd early. They gotta get they gotta get out early and get going early. Can't afford, you know, three and outs and going back and forth for Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers catch fire, it's over. It's over. And Detroit, they're gonna have a long flight back to to the to uh whatever what's uh the damn airport. I can't think of the damn airport. It sounded good, but I forgot the name of the airport. They don't have a long flight there. Um, I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit to beat the Packers. I say it's going to be a bomb. It's going to be over. I don't even know what the over on is. It's going to be over. But I think we're, I think we're looking at a th- What is it? 49 and a half. Yeah. I think you're looking at a, a, a one of them 34, 40. Last touchdown, last field goal type games. Real shootout. Whoever had, yeah, real shootout. Whoever has the ball last. I don't think either defense is going to be too much of a help. So, give me Detroit and a close one and a real bomb burner, a real shootout, a man shootout. So, so I, I got to agree with you on this one. Um, I think the guy that we got to circle his name in this in this ball game. I mean, one is going to be Christian Watson uh, because he's been hot the last couple of weeks. And for some reason, Detroit can't stop the run. So A.J. Dillon and um, and Aaron Jones are going to get their their numbers. But on the other side, there's me a kid, University of Alabama, first-round pick, picked at number 12, Jamison Williams. Tonight is the night that you will be introduced to Jamison Williams, full-fledged. If Jared Goff can just get this kid the football in space, the Lions will win this ball game. If I'll say it this way. If they don't get him the football, they'll lose, and if they do, they'll win. That's how confident I am in Jamison Williams being the difference-making for this Detroit offense. I know how much they've decided or played this around – Amon St. Brown, but if, if St. Brown can get some help, get a sidekick, um, 
somebody to be his Robin, somebody to be his, um, I don't know, somebody to just be on the side of him. This is the time and this is the moment for it. And so I'm, I'm going to take the Lions with the number, and I know this game is going over. So that's that's how I feel about this one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dan Campbell, even with his 11-21 and 21 and one record as head coach of the Lions, dare I say it that when it's all said and done, he'll be mentioned in the same breath with Jim Caldwell as Lion head coach. Because if you look at successful Lions head coaches, you have Jim Caldwell before him and uh, Wayne Fonts. Those are your two most successful ones in the last 30 years. I can't take the Lions in this one, though. I think Aaron Rodgers has hit his stride, and he is ready to bust loose. Give me the Packers in this one. They will cover. And Meatloaf is awake. Yeah. Graham Crackers away, baby. Graham Crackers away. Final thoughts before we roll up out of here. Well, last regular season week. It's been a pleasure, fellas. We got playoffs to cover. Get that damn picture from above my head. Jinxing me. Nah, but, you know, um, it's going to be a lot of good football played today. Um, Philly and Dallas have a ton to play for. And that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Because Philly could be playing wild card weekend. And, you know, that's going to be a, a big difference maker um, if you have to go to Dallas, um, you know, like any other, you know, team. But And it's going to be interesting to see if, you know, if Cincinnati or Buffalo meet up with Kansas City, that neutral site where that's going to be at. Um, you know, we already talked about DeMar Hamlet. It was good to see that, that FaceTime still photo of him smiling in the bed. That was that was awesome. Uh, I think, you know, there's nothing more to say about that. Everybody said a whole bunch about that. You know, just happy that he's he's functioning and he's getting, you know, better. And he's he FaceTime to talk to the team. That's awesome. So um, set your fantasy lineups. Um, pick your games. You know, maybe you'd be in my category of that, you know, that pick, you know, guru. And I can make you some money. But uh, other than that, that's all I got. We got a lot to talk about for the end of the season. Whoa. What happened there? What happened there? God dang. We got the Soul Train musical Detroit. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's all I got. That's all I got. It, it was it, look. It wasn't even intentional. I was just trying to move the move the mouse over. I was like, man, let me move this thing off of here so I don't get right. it. And it didn't come off in, unintentionally. Oh wow. He was he was texting the commanders about his uh wire co hanger statue. Wow. <laughs> it's an installation. Oh, um, installation. Oh, I, I don't think I have much today, man. I I think I I've um exhausted all of my. Goodwill and my love and affection today. Um, again, just referencing the point that KG is the reason why we were owed to the last two weeks um, without the left hand up thing. Um, I don't think I got anything else, man. So I'll, I'll let you close it out, KG. 
Well, as far as uh, riding that wave of, you know, left hand up, who are we? The commanders. Oh, don't do it now. Don't do it now. We got like, we got, we got the, you got to go to the Washington Post roster, figure out who's playing today. That's fine. But I'm going to try to go ahead and get y'all some t-shirts. And You know, he's selling t-shirts as well. I'm going to try to get y'all some t-shirts. So I just need y'all sizes after we get off and everything. That way I can get y'all mm-hmm. some, some merchandise. Um, Like the boss BJ said, hey, set your lineups and, you know, get your picks in. If you could be like me on the other end of the spectrum, competing in not one but not two. I'm sorry, not one but two uh fantasy football championships today who does fantasy championships in week 18 or week 17 that's like that's like that's that's taboo man i want the whole season oh my god that's um that put a pin in that because that's an old season that's an old season review that we gotta talk about Yeah. yeah absolutely oh lord okay but uh Fingers crossed, eyes crossed, toes crossed, everything that could be crossed. If I could pull out two, I'm good. Um, Whoa, you, I don't know. You got a lot of kids, so I don't know if you could have pulled out. <laughs> hey, if my wife heard you say that, she'd, she'd agree with you. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. If uh, if all goes well for the boss, BJ, um, he'll win. <laughs> and, and actually, he'll win. The junior award as picks so, change. So the, the picks only count for the regular season. You're not doing all the way through the playoffs. Do they I, do they extend all the way through the playoffs? I don't I don't I don't know. So we gotta and check we, that we, out. We'll see. Well, if they extend all the way to the playoffs, because we always pick all the way through the playoffs, we pick all the way yeah, up to the yeah. Super Bowl. That's what's up. So but hey, regular season MVP. All right, all right, Captain Pull out. <laughs> That's all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh oh, Eric Wheeler say that's like doing fantasy football in the preseason. Ah, well, that is true. <laughs> I, I look, I try hey, to get everybody comment until he do a podcast. I, I try to get everybody this shit. <laughs> I try to give nerd, everybody bro. a chance, man. Because sometimes you know you get that third, like last week, that Mike Evans game. Yeah, Mike Evans dropped 78 points last week in fantasy. Yeah. yeah, that Mike Evans game put me out. Plus, you know, uh, Buffalo not finishing. I'm just, I'm just surprised somebody played him. Because he had been averaging like 8.3 or 5.3 the whole point and in going into that. Mm-hmm. So if you had the balls to play Mike Evans last week, I salute you. Yeah. And the crazy and, part and, and if we can get Eric Willard to actually podcast, it'd be great. The crazy part about it, I had Mike Wim, Mike Evans uh, – Two years ago, and I think he had maybe two good games. He had good games all season, but like explosive like that, he had two. Mm-hmm. I had Christian uh Christian McCaffrey uh one year, he came out with 60 something in yeah. one week. But then I had Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara was putting up 40 a week. Like yeah, I was Alvin winning had that one, one week, I think it was either last year or two years ago, where he had like five touchdowns in like a Christmas day or a Christmas Eve game. And yeah. He won. What if you had him? He won you your championship. Yeah. But we are going to take a hiatus until Tuesday. Um, come back. We're going to wrap up the NFL season because, in actuality, we don't have a game tomorrow. So you know what tomorrow is? Mm-hmm. Black Monday. Mm. 
Who getting so, fired, baby? Who's getting fired? You know, we we might even do an over under in the chat and see who get fired. Then we post our our, our over under who getting fat who who getting fired. So Black Thank Monday you, tomorrow, and we will talk about that on Tuesday as well as wrapping up the NFL season, picking our NFL MVPs and rookies of the years and everything before they do it. Miami's so, firing their coach. I'm just let you know now. You say I'm, what? Mike Mike McDaniel's is getting fired Monday. He might not even make it to Sunday night. So the second what? they they're playing Skylar Thompson today. Miami's firing their coach, and they're mm. going to try to they're going to try to figure it out. I'm putting it on the table now for y'all. They're going to do everything they can do to get Sean Payton. Even mm. though Denver's got the lead, they're going to do everything they can do to get Sean Payton. Miami got the team because if you remember, there was a rumor, and I'm I'm gonna break this out for y'all. The rumor was mm-hmm. that. It was going to be Sean Payton and Tom Brady to the Miami Dolphins when Brian, the Brian Flores tampering situation. That's how they lost their first pick. Mm. So, 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 just keep that in mind. The Midnight Rider, aka One Two Three Cancun, aka One Half of the James Gang, aka the Coach Offensive Coordinator, aka whatever <laughs> name I made up all season long. Put your money on. Put your money on it. All right. Well, we definitely gonna keep an eye on that because that'll be a surprise. But that's all we got for this morning. Enjoy the games and enjoy Week 18 until Tuesday. We don't do no overtime. We all are right. out of here.